0: This episode of Nerd Geek Dork is brought to you by lessaccounting.com.
1: Less Accounting is a bookkeeping application for freelancers and small business which makes it easy to create invoices, proposals, and track expenses. And when you enter the code USETHEFORCE at checkout, that's USETHEFORCE, all one word, you can try Less Accounting for a month for only one dollar.
0: Like we say in St. Olaf, running a small business without Less Accounting is like St. Sigmund's day without the headless boy.
1: That's (laughs) lessaccounting.com.
0: Hello and welcome to Nerd Geek Dork, the podcast where we explore the nerdy, geeky, and dorky side of pop culture. I'm Al Adam and with me as always is Pete the Retailer. Hello. And this time around we're going to be talking about The Golden Girls. That's right, The Golden Girls is a sitcom that aired on NBC
1: from 85 to 92. So that's, a, that's a pretty long run. Nice. It starred uh, Bea Arthur, Betty White, Rue McClanahan, Estelle Getty. It was about four retired women living in Florida, and uh, it really uh, struck a chord with a lot of uh, a lot of people watching TV in that of that generation. Not the older generation, but the people of our generation,
0: more or less. Universal, everyone, all yeah. generations, Star Trek generations.
1: I guess it spoke to everyone.
0: That's true. And joining us to talk about the Golden Girls this time around are our friends Megan and Ashley, two people
1: who it spoke to very specifically.
0: that it did that it did
1: so should we hear what they have to say
0: yeah let's talk about some awesome old ladies (laughs) all right let's do it i need to stop saying that
1: (laughs) no now it's a thing
0: (laughs) here we go What is it about the show that speaks to you ladies what is it about the golden girls and not say something like empty nest which (laughs) we'll get to later because i
2: think i think for me it's the idea that you can form a friendship at at any stage in your life because you you enter like like elementary school middle school high school you have these friends that you've created and then ostensibly you go away for school you don't know anybody you create a group of friends there and then you leave college possibly you stay in the same place or you go wherever and you have to keep creating friends and the golden girls gives you the sense that you will be able to do this like wherever you are at whatever stage in your life even if you're some weirdo from saint Olaf or (laughs) like a woman who can't get a date because she's tall and has a mannish voice or something like you will be able to find friends to eat cheesecake with Uh,
0: good old turkey (laughs) lurkey
3: yeah that's those are all great reasons they're also like you know they formed such a bond and they became their own family after they've all you know they've all gone through losses and you know i think they're all still pretty positive and hilarious you know there are so many inside jokes and so many little one-liners. Like, Sophia's one-liners are crazy. I can just, you know, uh, my old roommate, she knew what when I was watching Golden Girls because she could hear me hysterically laughing, you know? <laughs> and it's a show that 20, 30 years later, it still makes you laugh out loud, which I think is really special. Like, the jokes hold up, which is kind of rare.
0: I mean, you know, I watched it when it originally aired, like most everyone. But then when I was in high school, my girlfriend at the time would happen to just watch it when it was, like, broadcast on Lifetime or something. I and was I on just,
2: Lifetime a lot. Yeah, and I just,
0: like, <laughs> fell back into the world of the Golden Girls. Like, this show is great, you know? It's like I think
2: at one point I was mapping out my college schedule around, like, what time <laughs> Golden Girls aired on Lifetime. I was like, I don't really want, like, I really want to take this class, but Golden Girls comes on at 11. I don't think I have time to do that. <laughs> yeah. And, and look like, at me now.
3: <laughs> it's paid off, Megan. Yes. I'm on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> look at me now, world.
0: Exactly. I'm sure
1: the, the programming director at Lifetime was like, when they got Golden Girls, he was like, All right, that's it. That's as good as I'm gonna get. I'm like set. this was the whole this is all we needed for this
0: channel. Eighteen hours a day. Yeah.
1: We're hey. set.
3: That's the world I want
0: to live in, you know. I I was trying to think earlier what it was about the Golden Girls that held my attention as a child. And I realized I was growing up in a weird Puerto Rican version of the Golden Girls. (laughs) Because I lived with my grandmother, my mom, and two of my aunts. And it was basically the same exact shit, like, every day. So I I felt, I was like, okay, so this is just, like, the white version of my household.
3: (laughs) Who is who in your household?
0: Oh, I, I I can't say that I can't I can't divulge that stuff just in <laughs> case too, my family ever finds it. Yeah, that could come back on me in a heartbeat. <laughs> Although one of my aunts uh, is definitely uh, Rose, so not my mom, but one of my aunts is. Aww. Yeah, it's horrible.
3: <laughs> hey, what's wrong with Rose?
0: Good point. Yeah, she is lovable.
3: She's my favorite.
2: There's there's good. There's good qualities about all of them. You just you always see yourself as one of them. I'd like to consider myself a B Arthur a character. A, Ooh, you know, I'm a Dorothy, but I'm sure someone else sees me as a Rose if I tell a stupid story about Alaska or something. That's like, true. oh, there's that Megan girl with her Alaska stories again.
0: It's true. <laughs> so why, why? Well, so why would you say you're a Dorothy?
2: I guess Dorothy is, Dorothy's the most droll out of all of them. Probably the quickest to, like, be sarcastic at someone who's being dumb. And I guess, I guess that's me. I find that a good quality. Others may not. I don't know.
3: She's tough. She's awesome. She's very quick-witted. She, I think the best part about Dorothy is that, like, you know, she always had that quick response and she never let anyone really bully her. Like, obviously, a cheap joke with Dorothy is her height and (laughs) the fact that she was with Stan for so long and, you know, um, Sophia's making digs about her not dating. And she always just kind of, like, gives the side eye and is like, you know what? It's all right. I have something better to say about you, you
2: know? I think the side eyes between the between the women are probably where the the jokes hit most when Rose says something and then they all just sort of look at each other that's where like the joke really is it's not like the dumb thing that Rose is saying it's them having that look on their face like oh my god this again another St. Olaf story
0: (laughs) Now, I, I, I doubt I'm alone in this, but I always just wanted to visit this fictional St. Olaf. <laughs> like, I feel like it'd be the greatest. It's like the bizarro land of, you know, old people, I guess.
3: I was totally watching an episode of, like, Good Morning America a few months ago, and there was a kid in the audience with a St. Olaf hoodie on, <laughs> and I was like, people really live there? I had, and he was like 18. I was like, what are you doing?
0: (laughs) Oh, he's just really into vintage television (laughs) apparel. Right. (laughs) Wasn't, wasn't uh, Blanche's brother gay or? Clayton. Yeah, right? Because I remember that episode when she was freaking out and uh, Sophia had to calm her down.
3: Yeah, and she was okay with it, you know.
0: It was when they tried to get married that she freaked out.
3: Right. And then there's also Dorothy's friend who wound up being a lesbian, right? Right. Which is totally, like, what other show in the 80s was addressing that subject matter and talking about it the way that they were?
1: Even the premise of it. Is, it was kind of, uh, you know, it was forward thinking, kind of outside the box, you know. It was this new kind of paradigm that existed in in our society, you know, in our culture at the time.
3: Mm-hmm. And,
1: like, there was a large amount of, you know, retirees all of a sudden, you know, living specifically, like, living in Florida, living in warm climates, and then, like, a lot of them were women, because women live longer than men. And uh, Which
0: I hate.
2: <laughs> <clears throat> it was, like, one of the shows that helped get NBC out of, out of its rating slump I think along with like Cosby the Cosby show yeah like NBC was kind of not doing so well and then all of a sudden you have poor sassy old ladies they weren't even that old I think like 60 I guess was probably considered super old in the 80s and now it's like 60's the new
3: 30
0: (laughs) crazy life expectancies Yeah. (laughs) yeah
3: took a lot of vitamins (laughs) You know what kind of bothers me? One thing about Golden Girls, though, which there's not a lot, but um, they always use the one, like, reoccurring guest star. Who's the guy? He played the boxer who wanted to go to Juilliard, and then he played Rose's boss at the news station, right? Hmm. Enrique (laughs) Moss. Enrique Moss, yes. But he, like, pops up throughout the years as different characters. Have you noticed that, anyone? The two, the two—they use him.
0: There are three guest stars I think of whenever I think of uh, Golden Girls. When they had Charlie's ghost show up every once in a while, and uh, when McLean Stevenson showed up and then died, and then um, what's the guy? Richard Mulligan, which then in turn became Empty Nest. I'm gonna, I'm just gonna bring this back to Empty Nest as much as I can. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, I mean, Empty Nest. I saw Empty Nest before I saw Golden Girls because
0: right. I. You're a baby.
2: <laughs> that's crazy. Um, So that's how, I mean, I was familiar with Emptiness before I was familiar with Golden Girls.
0: Mm.
3: I yes. might have been too, actually.
2: What? I don't really because know. Because it was a, a spin off of Golden Girls. And so it definitely, hey. I remember like my mom watching it or something and then...
0: And Sophia yeah. used to show up all the time.
2: <laughs> She's got to go to the doctor somewhere and he lives right next door. <laughs> you don't want to go very far. Sure. I mean...
3: Mario Lopez was a guest star, too.
2: And George Clooney.
3: And uh, Jenny Lewis. She was there. She stole Rose's teddy bear.
2: Oh, yeah, that was a good one. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you know, no one wants their teddy bear stolen, no matter what age. (laughs) I will give Rose that.
3: She handled that like a boss.
0: Now, do you think a show like, uh, okay, say if we aired the Golden Girls for the first time, Like today, do you think it lasts as long, or do you think it'd be written off as like a novelty thing? Well,
2: the thing is, is like you can't, you wouldn't be able to air Golden Girls without having aired Golden Girls, because you have they sort of set the format for shows about women that have four people. You have (laughs) you have Sex and the City, you have Girls, you have Girlfriends, you have Living Single. They were like the. The blueprint for having four women of varying personalities being friends and living it up.
1: Somebody needs to make a map of like Golden Girls to girls, like a like a, just a societal chart from Ooh.
0: <laughs> you know point A to point B with all the stops in between. Yeah, Golden Girls would have been horrible if it was on HBO. I don't think I could see that much of Blanche Devereaux.
3: <laughs> or could you?
0: I probably could, yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie.
3: She's the Samantha. Oh audience. definitely.
1: <laughs> oh my god. Although one thing that I just I just learned that I really love is that they when they originally cast them, they cast uh like Betty White and Rue McClanahan um were originally cast in each other's parts.
2: That would have mm-hmm. been horrible. And
1: then like after <laughs> like say it. rehearsals they were just kind of like, you know what? Like because, uh, uh, you know, they had just played characters kind of like that not too long ago. So they're like, can we switch? And he's like, switch? What do you mean? And then they did a couple of rehearsals with, the uh, you know, in each other's parts. And they're like, oh, wow, that's really good.
3: Can you actually imagine Betty White playing the part of Blanche?
2: It's so like, hard because she was so good as Rose. Right. Like yeah. after she Like, after she says something and then someone has, like, a smart remark back to her, like dumb anecdote or whatever the look on her face as she processes it that's like funnier than the than like anything that was said it's like just the look on her face as she's like trying to process it it's like so hard to imagine
3: her as blanche yeah right because she, she it's such like a childlike thing you know it, it's kind of like a three-year-old and you took their favorite you know toy away she just had this amazing childlike wonderment about her, she, which when she fit wrote perfectly. that,
2: she wrote that letter to Gorbachev, oh. and they thought it was a little girl that wrote it because it was so like the letter was so simple Aww. and like sweet, I and then that. they had to like they had to like break it to her that that was why that he wanted to like meet with her <laughs> was because they thought she was a child.
3: Oh, or when she believed that um, Bob Hope was her real dad. Uh, <laughs> Oh, and she's like, "No, my dad never lets me down," you know. Oh, that was—that's one of the best ones. I love that episode. <laughs> also, one of the hardest episodes for me to watch is the episode. It got real dark when um, Rose—they find out that she has the pill problem.
2: Yeah.
0: Wait, what? Rose had a drug problem? Oh, yeah, she had
3: to go to rehab. Rose went to rehab.
2: Wasn't it, like, anxiety medication?
3: Yeah, she's like, she had to take her special pills, and she was taking them, like, every night, right? And Blanche and Dorothy were like, what are you doing? And she's like, I just need them to fall asleep. I mean, I don't really need them, but they make me feel better. Unlike and-
2: Jessie Spano, who needed her pills too. <laughs> oh
0: man.
3: Um, yeah, and then she like, they do like a two month flash forward, and she's like, "Thanks for looking out, girls." That's a real hard <laughs> episode to watch.
0: Wow, they really covered every issue. They
2: they did. Yeah. They covered. There was a there was an episode where she had had like a blood tra- rose had had like a blood transfusion, like a couple years before and then there was a chance that her like the blood she had gotten might have been tainted with HIV. I remember <laughs> that. So one. she has to wait like seventy two hours. Oh. I mean it was like the eighties, so obviously they're gonna like they're going <laughs> they're gonna cover like say no to drugs and like HIV Yeah,
1: I was gonna say we just did like an 80s checklist. It's like, all right, drugs, aids, Gorbachev.
3: And (laughs) Dorothy's Epstein Bar. Oh, but forget that, right? No no doctor believed her
2: that there was something wrong, and she just kept pursuing it.
0: Oh, and you know who believed her?
1: (laughs) Empty nest. (laughs) (laughs) Doctor Empty Nest.
0: I also love uh, Dorothy and Stan's relationship over the course uh, of the show.
2: That is like, it's like one of those things you just can't get rid of the person. <laughs> <laughs> like, should, there's just no way to get rid of them. But he, he was so great in that role, because you almost feel sorry for him that he's such like a, a <laughs> schlameel that like just can't get anything right. And he like, they end up having to be audited by the IRS. And he go he goes to the the tax guy, and he's wearing a white suit with like <laughs> on it, like gold chain, and he's like, white suit, white suit represents good. They're gonna <laughs> know I'm a good guy when I'm walking in there, and it's just like it's so, his, his toupee. Stanley's Ugh. just like a lovable schmo. Well, you I know. mean, I feel like
0: every good sitcom has that one person from your past that is lovable, but it just doesn't work. Like they'll try it many times over the series, but. The relationship doesn't work, but they're still around, and it's just great either way.
3: But they always toyed with them getting back together, like like especially when uh, Stan was getting remarried, and Dorothy has that really long scene with his future new wife at the bar. And the bar's like, How do I compete with his Dorothy? (laughs) And she's like, Yeah,
0: wear really high heels (laughs) 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 and swallow a Brillo pet.
3: Uh, and then, but then the best part, you know, she's like giving Dorothy all these compliments to her face, but she doesn't realize it's Dorothy until she goes, you know, but I heard she's not much of a looker. Their daughter had to get a nose job.
2: Oh. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's stuff like that where it's like, you know, it it would be a really sentimental scene and then it would just break
2: there was a lot of that between Dorothy and Sophia like Sophia would say something sentimental and then she would be like oh my daughter Gloria like (laughs) she would mention her other daughter and the look on like Dorothy's face is just like oh this woman like I'm so good to you I let you live with me (laughs) and I take care of you and this is this is the thanks I get I mean, but, I, can,
0: I can close my eyes and hear Dorothy's ma, like, instantly. Like, just the way she says ma when she's pissed at yeah, Sophia. Yeah. It's just, it's ingrained in my brain. You mentioned their daughter. Did they all have kids? Or were yeah. they? Uh, yes. Blanche, I mean, had, Blanche had, like, five, I think. She obvious, had, like, a, a good amount. Obviously,
1: Sophia had kids, but... I think um,
2: Rose was the one that had, like, five. And then Blanche had... Daughter, and a, she has a few daughters. Yeah, Blanche yeah.
0: has a few kids. Blanche. One. Few,
2: oh. one of the daughters. <laughs> there's the episode where the daughter comes back from Paris, where she was supposed to be a supermodel, and she comes back. She's gaining weight, and so there's just, and she has like this awful like fiance that insults her. Oh yeah, and like the the best part is is I mean not the best part, <laughs> the worst part is <laughs> like the the fiance is saying all these like awful things about her weight, but Sophia is also saying, like, horrible things. <laughs> <about> <laughs> Under her breath. breath. Under her breath, or, like, to her face. So it's kind of like you you don't want to laugh, because obviously those things are hurtful, but you, but you do, because, like, this woman just has no, like, tact. She just can't keep her mouth shut. Right.
3: That's the best part. And then Dorothy has the son Michael, oh, who... Right. He, well, he quit his job and he wanted to be a touring yeah, j- musician, right? A jazz
2: musician. He met like an older African American woman that he wanted to marry.
3: There's another, there's another topic, but like the, the two families,
2: the two families did not. Dorothy thought that the woman was too old. Right. The the, the African American woman's family thought that her son was too white. <laughs> so <laughs> there's that.
3: And like, I think they there is some joke along the lines of like, you couldn't marry a doctor. You like you had to you had to go for a touring musician.
2: <laughs> you couldn't marry a Huxtable. You <laughs> had to marry a Spornak.
3: I think one of Blanche's daughters becomes a single mom, right?
2: Through in vitro fertilization.
3: Yeah. See another. It's another yeah. thing.
2: We'll check very, that off the list. Very very progressive this show
3: and then uh but and then blanche thought she's pregnant again okay
2: like really really lady <laughs> <laughs> she i was think- always lying about her age she'd be like oh i'm 45 it's like <laughs> okay that you was, keep telling yourself that
0: that was no that was I, my great-grandmother was like that she ever since i was a, a child i would always ask her how old she was and she'd always reply 63 <laughs> no and for all her life, she was 63. And it took me until when she passed away to put together in my brain that she wasn't even 63 when I was alive. <laughs> she was like in her late 70s. Also, now that I think about it, my great grandmother does remind me of Blanche a little. Just her
3: oh, party
0: nature, you know. Huh. Party, grandma. And lying about her age <laughs> repeatedly. That's why, that's why I have 63 tattooed on my elbow. It's my little tribute to her oh, for being oh. a liar. A liar that I love. <laughs> and also, Blanche made eye masks popular for me. <laughs> like I never really saw them till The Golden Girls. <laughs>
2: she They're was wearing one all the time. Eye masks are amazing, especially oh, yeah. if you have like a street lamp outside your window. Like <laughs> nothing, nothing cuts out like like an eye mask. I can tell you that much.
3: Before I found like the way of the eye mask, I actually used to sleep with a bandana over my face <laughs> to block light out of my room. And then I discovered eye masks, and I was like, "This changes everything."
0: <laughs> and it doesn't raise suspicion. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Luckily, there were no gangs in your bedroom. Exactly.
3: As far as you know.
0: <laughs> Street gangs. I mean, you know. <laughs> <Yeah! Uh-oh. laughs> Explicit.
3: There's that label. I don't know what I will ever do if Betty White dies. Yeah, I
2: think that's that. That's how it's going to be for a lot of people. I I'm
3: gonna have to. I'm gonna become like an Italian grandmother in mourning and just wear black for a year. I probably won't be able to talk to anyone. It's gonna be awful.
2: I will say that I maybe it was like oh gosh, I'm old. Like eight years ago, I'm <laughs> so old. I went to a DVD signing. Was that eight like, years
0: ago? I was gonna bring yeah, that up.
2: Yes. Holy so crap! I, I went to a DVD signing for like season two, I think, and everyone was there except for Estelle Getty because she was um, not doing. Sick. Yeah, she was not doing well at all. Um, and Blanche Room clanahan thought I was a high schooler and that I was Aww. skipping class. <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, you're so sweet. You're not and supposed like, to be responsible. <laughs> I literally, I like had to like restrain myself from just like touching B. Arthur, like grabbing her and hugging her, because security probably would have had to be <laughs> me. Like, the woman is my idol. She is my idol.
3: Well, I went to a book signing for Betty White's book, thanks to Pete. He let me know it was happening at a Barnes and Noble. I think it was like in 2010. And I went, and I was like, I can't believe this is really happening. And I went all alone. Like, I got a wristband. I think I called my mom crying three times before I even got in and I got up to her and I was like oh my god this is my moment and I like just everything came out I was like Miss White I love you and you're the best and um I I just want to be you when I grow up and like she couldn't really hear me because I was mumbling and so she (laughs) looked she looked at like her assistant and her assistant was slowly like she really loves you and um and so she took my hand, and she's like, oh, thanks, dear. And I, I like, kind of just <laughs> lost it, and I started crying. And I was just like, I love you. And, and she, she took my hand, she, like, squeezed it, and she goes, and I love you, dear. And I was just like, you do? And I was just, like, face red, like, hyperventilating. And I, like... I've seen kids freak out over, like, pop musicians at meet and greets and stuff, and I never understood it. And then it happened to me, and I was so embarrassed, and I cried (laughs) for hours after, and it was the greatest day of my life.
0: Betty White is your One Direction.
3: She's She's my true (laughs) Norse.
0: This just goes to the effect they've had on everyone. Though I have heard B. Arthur was kind of a, a B word.
2: She was very pleasant when I met her. I will I will defend her. <laughs> I will defend her and say that she was very pleasant and she did not say anything mean. So those haters out there, you can't see me, but I'm wagging my finger at all the haters saying, how dare you? I remember
0: some actor like telling a story of how one time he saw her on a plane and he was just in awe. And I think he went up and said something about how she was always so important to him and everything. And she goes something along the lines of "I'm not your fucking grandmother," and just like walks away. <laughs> that,
2: that is like that is amazing. That makes me like her more. I mean, who wants to be bothered on a plane? Am I right? Like, do you want some? I rando? do. I get lonely
0: sometimes <laughs> traveling alone.
2: <laughs> I'm like me. all the people that I've been on planes with. I do not want them talking to me. Well, so I'm, weird. <laughs> I'm with I'm with B. Arthur on this one.
3: Whose Comedy Central roast did she show up to? Like right before she passed away?
0: Ooh, I don't know. You know
2: what, it was. Oh gosh, with Pamela Anderson was there?
3: Was oh. it hers? Why would B. Arthur be a part of that? <laughs>
2: well, they B. Arthur does a did a lot of work with Peta, and so oh. did Pamela Anderson. So I think they knew each other through that. And hey, a paycheck's a paycheck. Am I right? <laughs> so
1: I can't picture that, but.
2: <laughs> we'll look it up.
3: She was in a very, like, swanky evening gown to the floor, obviously. Oh, her
2: clothes to die for.
3: <laughs> those shoulders. Those she shoulders. Was, she really knew how to work the boxy look, let me tell she you. She could have been
2: a linebacker with those shoulders. <laughs> so impressive. <laughs> like, the best part about, like, all the fashion that was on like Golden Girls is, like, you go, I mean, anywhere near, like, a one mile radius of an NYU campus or something. <laughs> <laughs> and, like girls are dressed like that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean Urban Outfitters has been making like money on this look for a while now. Okay. Like jazzy tops and like awful pants and like slinky shoes. Like that's their I don't want to generalize Williamsburg. <laughs> but I have been to Williamsburg and I have seen some girls dressing dangerously close to like
0: that look yeah when then, i saw you have, you have halloween gay men love to dress as the golden girls
2: so, so so cool. man, totally everyone is.
0: i would totally dress as as, as sophia
1: i'd do that speaking of it did mm-hmm. so you know that there was a uh, there was briefly an off-broadway dramatization like representation of the golden girls There was an off-broadway show called the golden what? girls live that was all man it was like a drag golden girls i would watch that
3: i so, would go in a heartbeat
1: so would everybody except they they didn't have the rights. Uh, they, like, they didn't uh, okay. license it. They're just kind of like, Golden Girls Live. Like,
2: oh, you got to have the rights, man.
1: Right. So then
2: the legally, <laughs> we,
1: they were they were, they were were stopped.
3: Can yeah. we somehow get a revival happening? Let's get those rights, guys. Like just Let's just change run. all the names. Someone get a Kickstarter going.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: can we crowdfund this?
0: I, I had a very stupid thought, but if I ever become really good friends with someone who has a birthday on the 1st of April or anything... And they throw a birthday party. I will show up with the biggest gift, <laughs> card attached to so say thank you for being a friend. But inside will just be a CD that just has the theme song on an endless loop.
2: Like I have, I have signed plenty of cards to friends that say that. <laughs> oh yeah. So I mean, it is. I mean, it's suitable for all occasions. <laughs> at
0: the at the bar, me and Pete drink at at Barcelona Bar. They actually have a Golden Girl shot.
3: And, and so, I've had it. Whatever the song plays,
0: everyone sings because, come on, it's the song you have to sing along with to. Do you
2: do is anything? it cheesecake flavored? This shot? No, because it's if it's not, it should be should be cheesecake flavored. I'm just gonna say.
3: It's Goldschlager, and then you, your mouth kind of kills you <laughs> for a while after, and you say, "I'm not 18 anymore. I shouldn't have taken that shot. <laughs> that one shot." <laughs> That's and you, sh- I think you share it, right? Is that the one you share? Or oh, they just make you wear the not. wig?
0: I've, I've actually never done it. I've just seen a bunch of people do it. But I don't pay attention. That's I know what good. we're doing tonight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Although it's good that it makes you realize that you're not 18
1: anymore because it's part of the theme of it. It's like, you know what? I'm old.
2: That's true. <laughs> I need to move to Miami. Yeah.
0: Yes. With my friends. Exactly. <laughs> okay. First stop, get my mom out of that home. <laughs> He's living with us. Do you think? Do you think the Golden Girls were really close in real life? Yes. Honestly,
3: I don't know the way the way Betty always talks about like my Rue. I don't. I I I don't. I don't want to think that that was for show. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like to. I don't think that you can spend
2: seven seasons together and have a show be that good if you hate each other or don't even like like each other a little bit so much of the show depended on them genuinely liking each other
3: right plus a spin-off think about the golden palace palace yeah
1: well that makes me think maybe they were all friends except for B. B. Arthur. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well like the
2: ratings had the ratings had dropped by the 7th season right and be wanted out I mean maybe maybe she wanted more money and they weren't going to give it to her
0: she was hoping for like a. am speculating there was was no stopper my mom will shoot for Dorothy no (laughs)
2: No,
0: I missed now I kind of want to go watch that show is that on Netflix
2: it's on YouTube
0: Uh, I guess
2: someone it's not on Netflix it's not on Amazon Prime it's not even on Hulu But if you go to YouTube, someone has uploaded every episode.
0: Wow. That's dedication. It was probably Betty White. (laughs)
2: Maybe. She has has time.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Do you think it'd go over well if some executive was like, you know what? Let's bring back Rose while we still have Betty White. And it's (sighs) just kind of like she's the only one. And it's like maybe she has new neighbors or maybe... Or maybe it's just the plot of Hot in Cleveland, except they're called the
3: Hot <laughs> I was just going to say, I think that's called Hot in Cleveland.
2: <laughs> I think that would be really depressing to, say. <laughs>
3: to know that yeah. they're all
2: dead. Yeah, that's, like, no one wants to know that. Yeah. Like, we already know it, but we don't want to know it.
1: Well, it could be a new, like, you know, Golden Girls, the next generation kind of thing. Ooh, so they yeah. can have, you know, some of Rose's kids.
2: Oh, I really, like, I really hope that they don't, like, <laughs> try to do, like, Golden Girls 2.0. Like, that, like, the exact same... Thing. I mean, they remake everything, but, like...
3: Like, Girl Meets World.
2: Yeah, yes. We don't need... We already have, like, various incarnations of it for different, like, different groups of people. But we don't need, like, the exact same thing. We don't need for... We just don't. It would ruin... I think it would ruin like the magic
3: of like the original series. I agree. 100%. Hmm.
0: Now what would you say the show's lasting legacy is to you?
2: Cheesecake. <laughs> just, <laughs> just spitballing here.
1: <laughs> Goldschlager sauce. Yeah.
3: <laughs> um I don't... I kind of feel like you know I was lucky to grow up with my grandmother but now that she's not here, like, I can watch an episode of Golden Girls and kind of feel like I have four other ones that I can... and even though I've seen every episode, you know, ten times, it it's kind of like this, you know, it feels familiar and it feels awesome and it, it's still there for a laugh. Like, you know, when I'm having a bad day, I watch Golden Girls and feel better. And it's kind of like that for me.
0: Hmm. How about you, my friend from Alaska?
2: Um, I would say the last thing legacy for me is the idea of like is the idea of friendship not dissipating. Like I like like Ashley like I go I can go back and I can watch these episodes and it's like it's like being with it's like being with friends that I can't be with because they live far away or mm-hmm. we like maybe fell out of touch or something like I can have that sense of like closeness with people through this show because it's just so well-written and so well-acted and you have people that just represent everybody in your life.
3: Absolutely, and I, I think I also have something to look forward to after my husband dies. You know, <laughs> oh like, my God.
2: <laughs> Miami, <laughs> you have Miami. <laughs>
3: <laughs> like living with my best friends. Wow.
2: Right, right now as women we just wait. We're waiting it out. We're waiting it out. We live longer. We're waiting it out patiently. Once these suckers kick, we're all moving to Miami. <laughs> you guys
0: already have deposits on the houses. We do.
2: And like I've i bought I've bought stock in cheesecake. I'm I'm ready. I'm prepared.
0: So for you guys,
1: the Golden Girls is like a vision of the rapture.
3: Yes. Yeah. If you don't when all the you, men die. My best friend and I have already planned this out. We have like, you know, we're gonna live in a cul-de-sac, then the husbands die, we move down south, we're good to go.
0: <laughs> wow. I mean Pete, friendships are
2: longer than husbands.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my god. Pete as a newlywed. <laughs> does this scare you? <laughs> as an old man it scares me. <laughs>
3: worry you won't be around to see it
1: <laughs> yeah i'm gonna die soon anyway so
3: <laughs> you're like 50 right <laughs> almost
0: Oh <laughs> no no, no. oh man pete have you taken anything from the legacy
1: of the golden girls well now now my vision of the golden girls is a little scarier i feel like.
2: well there's always the chance that you could be a stanley
1: that's true or, so or, uh, there's
2: there's that,
1: or, or the whether
2: or not that makes you feel better about it, <laughs>
3: or a second husband.
2: Yes, a Lucas Hollingsworth.
0: <laughs> Wait, which one was he?
3: He
2: he was Blanche's uncle, and in the last episode, Dorothy marries him, and they move oh. to
0: played the by
3: South- Leslie Nielsen.
2: Yes, mm. love him.
0: They went to what, like Georgia or something, right? Yeah.
2: Yes. That episode, oh, tear up. I te- I, <laughs> I tear up. Or or roses
0: roses love who
2: Miles.
0: He was the one who got oh, relocated, right? He
2: did by the witness protection program. Because oh. the I
3: cheese man, right?
2: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Miles was great because he was like a professor, and you just you're like Rose with the professor is just a perfect a match made in heaven.
3: But he did was it? he was book smart, but he was not street smart. <laughs>
0: When no. when she was seeing him, didn't didn't the ghost of Charlie show up again? I feel like he showed up at one point to tell her like it's okay, you know, like move on, be happy. I could be making this up. I just love Charlie. It wasn't Charlie the neighbor from. <laughs> no,
3: wasn't her? Wasn't her ex? Her husband was Charlie. Charlie, Charlie. Uh-huh. not ex-husband, dead husband. <laughs> I, loved-
2: I have a feeling it's probably like ex
0: is short for expired.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it was probably one of those situations where she was like trying. She was maybe going to sleep with him and she needed her dead husband's approval mm.
3: and that's another thing poor rose she's like the most innocent inexperienced woman charlie she charlie dies while they're in bed right
2: yes, yes. that's how
3: he dies and then wasn't like the first or second man she, that she has like a heart After, she, yeah he had she a died. heart attack in bed too <laughs> Can't break. that's so me
0: <laughs> really? No. <laughs> not yet. Oh, remind God. me remind me not to put the moves on you in a bar,
3: because uh, Rose, Rose is a black widow.
0: No. <laughs> oh my goodness.
1: So I I like that uh uh Megan you said you know your your favorite is is Dorothy and uh and Ashley you said your favorite is Rose. I think you guys need to find
0: a uh a Blanche and then get an apartment.
1: Yes. Oh,
3: that's fine. My Go best ahead. friend's a Blanche. She's kind of slutty.
0: And I'll send people I don't like your way, Ashley, you know. <laughs> so you could You could take okay, care of things. We to,
3: then we have to find an old woman
2: like a Right. A little old woman. We could find one on the street.
0: Yeah, oh, yeah so just grab her off the street. <laughs> who happens to be younger than you, Megan. She has to be younger than me. Yeah, you. she
2: has to be younger than me. Because That's it. Estelle Getty was a few years younger than B. Yeah. Arthur.
0: Yeah. So
1: find a, a little girl on the street, dress her like an old lady, <laughs> and then you'll just <laughs> have I her smell a
3: toddlers and Tierra's skit here. <laughs> <laughs> that almost
2: makes me want to have a child, so I can <laughs> pull a Golden Girls pageant
3: We're going Golden Glitz here, guys.
2: Wow. (laughs) Grand Supreme.
3: (laughs) 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 Little Miss St.
2: Olaf. (laughs) Yes.
0: (laughs) Oh, you (laughs) guys are ridiculous. I was
1: going to say, I don't think I've ever seen uh, Golden Girls cosplay. What?
2: Really? Have you been out on Halloween?
0: Yeah, dude. They're everywhere. Really? Yeah.
2: I was at, uh, oh, maybe like a handful of years ago at some bar and... Four girls were dressed up as the Golden Girls.
1: Just a, hanging out, or was it a Halloween?
2: Well, it was Halloween, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> like
1: now, Halloween. I, mean, I don't know. I'm not going to count Halloween. I mean, just a like you had a yeah, at a comic yeah, convention. At a comic convention, it doesn't that.
2: really fall into that purview of
0: maybe it should.
2: Of like cosplay. I mean, for like comic cons and those kind of things.
0: Though I'm sure it, there's probably some Golden Girls at San Diego Comic Con. I would hope. Maybe.
3: Do you think they're they as identif- identifiable though?
0: I
1: think I just only had a
3: stroke.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think <laughs> just taking on you—you you are like a method podcaster.
3: <laughs> Whenever you want to have me back, I'm around.
1: <laughs> uh, I think only in 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 a group. Like if you're gonna do you know Golden Girls cosplay, you have to stick all four of you have to stick together. Yeah, oh yeah, I'm you can't like, just do one. Yeah, I can't.
2: I can't just walk around as like Dorothy. That would be people would just think I'm weird. Yeah, I need I need the other people. Whereas mean? you can just walk around as like Wolverine, and people will get it. True. Because well, if you walk around as Sophia,
0: you'd be like either you're Sophia or your stopper, my mom will shoot. Cause that was the character's name. Stop her, my mom will shoot.
2: Or you're the department store owner from Mannequin.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, man, it Getty was awesome. Oh man, I want to watch Mannequin.
3: That little four foot wonder.
0: She was she was a doll. Oh. What a gal. Yeah. Well. Oh. I remember. There's the really serious moment back to when back to the whole Clayton and gay marriage thing, where. She's like, I, I don't mind him being with a guy. Like, Blanche is expressing her views on gay marriage. She's like, I don't mind him being with him, but why the hell do they need to get married? It's so weird. And Sophia's like, well, why'd you get married? Oh, because we loved each other and, you know, we wanted to share our love with the world. And Sophia's like, well, see, there you go. That's all they want to do. They want to be able to express their love for each other to the world and share it, blah, blah, blah. And Blanche stands up, takes her hands, and she goes, you know, I think I understand what you're saying now. And Sophia goes, do you? She goes, yeah. And she goes, then you'll marry me? <laughs> <laughs> and I think Blanche says something like, oh, you're hilarious. And Sophia follows up, well, I'm not going to wait for you forever. They're <laughs> so good. They're,
2: they were very, all of them, I think, were very active in, like, the LBGT community of the time. And oh, yeah. I mean, I I had a I have a book by... By Estelle Getty, called like "If I Knew Then What I Know Now." Found it at a thrift store. Um, sage advice from a woman who has lived, and she—it's very like very progressive attitudes for the time towards like the gay community, and they were all just such lovely women.
3: Yeah. Hmm. What about the episode when um, Sophia she meets her new friend on the bench by the oh, water? Yes. And he- she like they have to have a talk about how he has Alzheimer's and oh you know. that
2: is so that is that's
3: that was a really good one too.
0: How could a mm. show that's so funny be so sad?